I have five moments. Do you have how many do you have? I have a shit ton, but I'm, okay. I'm it's fine. I didn't put them in order or anything. It's just stuff that I think is interesting or what shocked me. You can probably guess at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we're gonna talk about our favorite or the most memorable TV moments that we could think of. And Justine, I want you to go first. Okay, well, I have so many. Um, should I start with Just like the first one that came to my head? Yes, or that's a good or idea. Should I start? W- okay, the very first one when we were discussing doing this episode is the iconic Snooky getting punched in the face by the grown man at the bar. I didn't even um, think about that. Ugh. Are you serious? I feel I like that moment it. changed reality TV forever. Um, Mm -hmm. For so many reasons. And that's the moment that when I first saw Jersey Shore, like I heard about that moment before I ever watched the show because it was like, did you hear about this Jersey Shore show where this girl got like punched in the face and it was crazy. And um, and then I started watching it and I was obsessed. And that was only like the third episode, I believe that happens. And so um, it's crazy. And it's it's crazy how they blurred that like they bl- blanked it out from like the DVDs and all that stuff and the streaming, but it already aired. So you can go back and watch it. Like it's still on YouTube. It's, it's mm-hmm. fucked up. It's so fucked up that somebody who signed a release to be on camera had the fucking balls to do that. Yeah. I, I wonder what's that guy is up to now. Cause Holy shit. You'll always be known as the guy who punched Snooki. He got fired from his job. He was like a high school gym teacher or something like that. And he got fired. Um, well, yeah, I fucking hope so. Yeah. I remember the marketing was insane for that moment. Didn't, didn't like, I mean, there, I'm pretty sure MTV had it in tons of commercials. It was like, it really did change reality TV forever. And it changed the relationship between the roommates because I think that they were kind of not all getting along at that point. And when that happened, everyone just came together and it really bonded them. Everyone Crazy. hated Snooki except for Wow. up to that point. Everyone was kind of bullying Snooki. And then after that happened, it was like, okay, this we we, we have to be nice right now um and i will say something that nobody talks about with the fandom is that Polly d didn't do anything in that episode he didn't say a word about it Polly d's a piece what? of shit i'm telling you Vinny was like almost crying remember Vinny was like going to fight the guys and he's like yeah. who fucking hits a girl man and like the situation was like like the situation did kind of step back and he's like, whoa, what happened? But at least situation was like upset about it. Like Polly yeah. never said anything about it. So crazy. I, I need to like go back and rewatch that. But yeah, that oh moment is insane. That is a good one. Yeah. You know, as I'm looking over my my list, I'm like, oh, these are all very depressing. So hopefully you have more. Fun oh, mine are the opposite of depressing. Mine are like. Perfect. So we'll just go stupid back Stupid funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, I guess the first thing that came to mind was uh, when the Trinity killer killed Rita in Dexter. And Dexter comes in and she's in the bathtub and she's dead. And it was shocking. I just remember my jaw dropping because Rita was a main character. You're not supposed to kill off the main characters. 
And she was like the sweetest person on the planet. And then she, and Trinity killed her just to hurt Dexter. Crazy. Such a good season. First of all, all my moments are reality TV. <laughs> um, Perfect. Because none of mine, only one of mine is reality TV. Okay. Um, and okay. I will say Dexter, I watched the first season and then I just never tried to watch <gasps> it again. So um, that's a series that I've never watched all the way through. But I did love Michael C. Hall in Six Feet Under. <sighs> I still haven't watched Six Feet Under. I keep he forgetting about it. Okay, so I'm putting it down on my notes right good now. good in that show. He plays a gay okay. guy. Okay, I'm writing myself a note. Um, you have to watch at least skip to season three of Dexter. It is so good. It is so fucking good. And it's John Lithgow. It's so good. And I just spoiled the ending for you. So you're welcome. Um, but yeah, great show. And that last season, um, they did the Dexter First Blood or New Blood season last year. And I just read that they're going to have a spinoff that's like a prequel to Dexter. Uh, and then they're going to continue on with New Blood as well. So hopefully those are not shitty. Sometimes when they reboot things and create all kinds of offshoots of it it's shitty so hopefully that's not the that's not what happens here so okay um i mean another one i i feel like that's a series i should watch but um it's very good i don't know colin has said this to me before and like i can't unsee it a different way there's such a difference between showtime shows and hbo shows yes like hbo shows are uh, always going to be better than a showtime show Yep. And that's why I canceled my Showtime and then had to renew the subscription so that I could watch Yellow Jackets. Because Yellow Jackets is like the only show other than Your Honor that I've watched on Showtime. And season two of Your Honor. Well, like, and Dexter. Dexter's Showtime too. They should have never done a season two of Your Honor. They should have left it, it how good? it was. Well, the first episode of season two was like, okay, I could get into this. And then the second episode of season two, I'm like, I'm not watching this. Like it's yeah. the first season was so good. Also, Californication, one yes. of my all time favorite series. I can so good. I I still don't know how it ends because I can never finish it because it just gets so bad at the end that I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't watch this. Like as soon as it's Marilyn ridiculous. Manson comes in, it's like, okay, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Um. Okay. My next moment is. This is such a random one, and it's not really talked about a lot with the Vanderpump Rules fandom, but it's one of my all-time favorites. It's um, I sent you this clip the other day. It's Sandoval's birthday. It's Boys Day. So it's Sandoval, Schwartz, Jax, James, and Peter. And they're sitting around. They're having drinks. They're smoking a cigar. And Sandoval tells a story that he picked up Ariana and Lala from the bar, and they were completely shit-faced wasted. And Ariana was in the front seat with Tom was driving and Lala's like, you know, Tom, I'm just feeling your girl right now. Ariana, you want to come back here so I could eat your pussy? And Ariana or sorry, Lala ate out Ariana in the back of (gasps) Tom's car. So Tom's telling this story. And then there's a really funny moment where Peter goes, uh, so do you have a threesome? And Tom's like, no, I couldn't do it. But um, but not even that. The funniest part about this is James reaction to it. He's he's like, oh, man, he's like, Lala's a freak, man. Like, like she does handstands in bed, like whatever. And then he looks at Jax and he goes, Jax, I know you smashed that, too. 
And then Jack's like, now you're just starting problems, James. This is why we don't want you around because you're always trying to start problems. Because in season four, um, Jax and Lala leave Pride at Sir together, drunk. And then they said oh. that they didn't they didn't have sex. Like they they no, we didn't end up doing it. Like I forget if they say that Jax couldn't get hard because he was too drunk, or like if they never tried. Um, but they but they say they didn't, but but it's one of those things where it's like they clearly did and james was like they calling jacks out in that, that moment and J- and jack's like don't be starting problems man <laughs> it's just oh it's just a God. great moment he's like the cameras are here motherfucker jesus yeah it's just such a funny moment god i'm so excited okay okay good one that's a really good one um here's another depressing one um one tree hill the school shooting episode <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> You need to watch the Degrassi school shooting episode. Okay. I bet you it's way better than One Tree Hill. I will watch the One One Tree Tree Hill. Hill. It's been so long since I've seen that fucking show. I don't remember anything that happens. Well, okay. So the thing that's shocking about it is that, so Jimmy brings the gun to school, whatever. I don't even remember why. Jimmy? Picked on. Yeah, Jimmy. The guy who gets shot in Degrassi is Jimmy. No way. Drake. Yeah, Jimmy. That's how he becomes Spoiler. wheelchair Jimmy. <laughs> oh, okay. I keep forgetting that he's in a wheelchair in that show. Well, okay. So the kid brings the gun to school, probably because he's getting bullied or whatever. I don't remember the specifics. But in the end, he's in the hallway with Lucas's uncle, Keith. And Keith is the good one. Dan is the bad one. And um, Keith is like, take the like lucas is holding a girl who's hurt and he's like take the girl she needs help i'll stay here jimmy everything's okay like he's talking to jimmy in the hallway and the next thing you hear is like a couple of like a gunshot like a couple of gunshots right so they find keith dead in the hallway and it looks like a murder suicide like jimmy shot keith and then shot himself well you find out that jimmy just shot himself but Dan, the bad brother, came in and killed Keith. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's real fucking dramatic. It's crazy. It's like the number one best reviewed episode of One Tree Hill. What on the, season on is that? Like, how, mu- how is... much do I have to watch to get to that? That's season three, episode 16. Okay. Okay. So maybe I will watch it. But maybe I'll, I'll watch it, though, because obviously it's the emotion behind it isn't going to be the same unless you've seen the episodes leading up to it you know jimmy wasn't really a if i i don't i maybe i don't remember correctly i don't think he's a big character yeah but still if i just turned on the episode now it'd be like oh that was a good episode but it's it's not the same so maybe i maybe i will watch it okay um the degrassi back up the degrassi school (laughs) shooting episode is incredible Okay. Um, okay so my next one isn't a moment but more just like a trajectory that happens in the series and mm-hmm. it's Gus and Jeremiah on floor Bama Shore just their entire relationship uh, mostly just in season three and beyond because that first episode when Jeremiah breaks up the fight with Gus and Cody and he's Jeremiah is sobbing to him like I'm trying to have a good time with my boy and they're like 
having this insane bromance moment. So weirdest bromance ever. And then in the same season, a couple episodes later, when Gus gets into the fight with the guy that Nilsa brings home, and then Jeremiah is walking the guy outside, and then Gus goes, if you go to talk to him right now, me and you are done. And then Jeremiah turns around, he's like, would you say bitch? And then they (gasps) fight, and it's just like- what and then i don't know their their whole entire relationship and then in the fourth season which is the covid season when gus has like that mental breakdown and he takes off running and like jeremiah's brother comes to visit and gus says that they used to bully him and be like you don't have bioni blood and like just just that whole entire thing with them I know deep in my soul that they've had more of a relationship than just a friendship roommate relationship. And um, I'm just it's my favorite thing about the show. And I'm just so fascinated by their relationship together. So, um, yeah, that is good. I I remember seeing that whole progression. It is pretty crazy. That's a good one. Um, Here's another depressing one from me. Uh, Did you watch (laughs) (laughs) did you watch game of thrones no (gasps) i've never seen it you coco bongo does a really cool like game of thrones performance during during the show which i love um but it it, that's that's it's not my thing i literally never had an interest in it no i know me neither but i watched it and it's really good it's really good you should watch it Try at least the first couple episodes. Just try it. Pedro Pascal's in it, isn't he? Uh-huh. Okay. Lots of good people are in it. He's fine as so, well. So, I mean, like, I hate saying this because I'm about to ruin one of the best episodes ever, but um, season three, episode nine is referred to as the Red Wedding. And basically all of these people go to this wedding and it's beautiful and it's great. It's wonderful. And all of this. And it's like two prom. It's like prominent people getting married and they lock the doors and there's a complete fucking slaughter of all the people that are there. It is crazy and shocking. And you watch the episode and you're like, wow, this is beautiful. This is cool. Oh, they're all getting along. Da, da, da. And then like, boom, everyone's locked in. And it is fucking mayhem. It's so good. So good. Fantastic. And depressing. Everyone dies. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my God. Uh yes. I'll be more likely to watch Dexter before and one trio well, before Game of Thrones, honestly. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I don't I don't know. I just I never never had an interest in it. Yeah. I can see that. Maybe one day. Um, okay. My next one is, well, there's so many that I couldn't choose. Just all my favorite teen mom moments. Um, Ryan falling asleep at the wheel because the sun is in his eyes. Oh, uh, my God. Nell right. pulling the gun on the guy in a road rage moment. Um, Holy shit. My absolute favorite, probably Janelle running after Kiefer. I need to talk to you. <laughs> Why? Because I love you. <laughs> oh, go, go, go. He's telling Her like flip flops are coming off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just slammed my finger in the door. Um, oh, man. That, just, that green just, hoodie, though. Teen Mom as a series, like everything it's given, like 
obviously Erica and I right now are recapping the only season of Teen Mom 3. We want to have you on for an episode soon, by the way, if you're down. Okay. And yeah. um, and there's just so many good moments in that, like this girl comparing her boyfriend smoking a joint after work to her father's like meth addiction. Like it's, oh my God. it's just wild. Um, just a lot of moments. So just all the teen- people fighting at the, um, that baby shower, that was teen mom three, wasn't it? Oh no, no. That was young six. Uh, that's teen mom, young oh, and pregnant. Young that and was pregnant? actually, okay. yeah. Yeah. Why can't we just have one good day? <laughs> <laughs> um and even like the new stuff that teen mom's given us like girls night in there's a really funny moment where ashley and Barr are watching the episode where amber is on one of her like manic instagram lives and she's calling christina a homewrecker and you can just tell Barr is stoned out of his mind watching this and he's like a homewrecker he's like that's that's not even funny though (laughs) I need to okay I need to watch that it's uh, it's just everything teen mom has given us I can literally obviously talk about teen mom for forever but just teen mom as a show teen mom show that they watch together what is that girls night in girls night in okay I want to watch that um thinking of some no I haven't consistently watched teen mom in probably 10 years so I'm gonna say or like eight years or something. I'm going to say some of my most memorable team on moments would be Jeremy slapping Leah in the face with bacon. Oh, Was yeah. it bacon or ham? Bacon. The bacon slap. How, first of all, how fucking gross. And once you touch bacon, like you can't get rid of the smell. Like I always yeah. use gloves when I use bacon. Can you imagine having that like on I feel seat? like I, I make bacon and I feel like my house smells like bacon for a month. <laughs> Yeah, I hate I hate the smell of food after I've eaten it. It grosses me out. Like if I've eaten it already, I don't want the smell to linger. I'm opening all the windows. Get that shit out of here. Yeah, gross. Um, Okay, so the bacon slap. um, Leah, you know, just during her drug haze falling asleep. And that's really sad to me. I don't think it's funny. It's really disturbing. I can't believe and actually thinking back to the Ryan thing. I can't believe that Mackenzie still married him that day. She was desperate to get married to him. It's it's everything she's going through with him now. It's not like a, you should have known. But at the same time, it's like you should have known. You should have known. It's not surprising. It's like not- obviously anyone going through that sort of awful domestic violence situation. Like that's horrible. And I would never wish that on anybody no. at all. But at the same time, it's like all the red flags were being waved in in your face a hundred miles an hour like well and she had the balls to go on the reunion and be like blame it on macy how did you know and you didn't tell anybody like bitch you are living with him you had kids with him you're married to what the fuck are you talking about if anybody knew it was you Mm-hmm. If anyone knew it was you because you were right there every step of the way. So like what kind of balls do you have, you bitch? She just seems awful. Yeah. Ugh. Um and then like trying to think of what else. What does Leah say about the baby's hair, or the baby's head? Oh, the or... dye on the baby's head. Yeah, dye on the baby's head. Um I guess I have a lot of memorable Leah moments, which is kind of funny cuz she's like 
the most boring of them all a lot of the time. Um, but standing your power y'all's is mm-hmm. when she, she's on like some patio at a restaurant with like four fans that have come to see her and she's rambling. It makes no, the thing she's saying makes no sense. It's almost like she watched a Tony Robbins video, wrote down 10 notes and then just said those things. Yeah. Awful. It, it, it was so worse bad. than that. I don't, I don't even think she's ever so listened to Tony so Robbins. <laughs> so bad and so uncomfortable did she ever she wanted to have this like speaking career I don't know if she ever did anything other than that back patio talk no she was in like some culty MLM thing and oh they all um, are though yeah and then I don't know what ended up happening with that but man I will say though I say this on my podcast all the time I think Leah has the has had the best glow up of any Mm -hmm. of the teen mom girls like she looks fucking incredible now like it's it's crazy that it was the same person that you're talking about like falling asleep dying the baby's head like even the episodes I'm recapping now when she has like the short Karen hair like and she's super fucked up on drugs and every like it's Mm -hmm. crazy that that's the same person I know it is it is crazy you remember those crunchy like gel curls back in the day oh, with yeah. the one piece of like straight hair in the front and your bangs? And Corey's like, I want any cornbread right now. <laughs> remember, remember when she peed herself in her original? Yes. <laughs> I always think like how, how that would have been so embarrassing. And Corey was like the sweetest. Do you think he's a good husband? Oh, yeah. Well, he cheated on Miranda with Leah, so... But besides, at the very beginning, right? Yeah, but besides that, besides that, he seems like I mean, a fan. He seems like a family man. Like he seems like one of those people yeah. that genuinely is just like a simple man, loves their family. You know? Yeah, good for yeah. him. I like it. Yeah. I especially love when Amanda does her impression of him. So, <laughs> like stuffed up. It nose. always sounds like she has so much snot in her nose when she does that. <laughs> I love it. So funny. Um, but yeah, every time I'm having like a, <laughs> a rough day, um, on accident, I think to myself, like, stand in your power, y'all's is. Like, I don't know why it always comes to my mind. And so I guess she did a good job in that, in that speech because it's still stuck with me <laughs> all yeah. these years later, you know? Um, okay, so let me see. I'm going to do one more depressing or actually shocking one. And then my last one is actually going to be a good one, which is also kind of depressing, but more funny. Um, Sharp Objects, the final scene. I told you I loved this show. You read the book. You watched the show. That last 20 seconds of that show absolutely shook me, dropped my jaw, amazing and i'm not going to ruin it because i really think that everyone should watch this show it's good yeah. it's a slow burn it's not a show that you watch if you want like crazy action and while it is a slow burn but you get to know the characters and it's deep and it's dark and it's yeah. so good if you're into like watching someone's acting performance and like thinking about what's behind it and like what's gonna happen and shit like that then it's a good show to watch oh that's so good and I swear that last minute is worth the worth watching the entire thing yeah it's so good yeah it's it's the same in the book it's like whoa okay that's that's a way to end a book I wish I would (laughs) have read the book 
I love reading books and then watching the movie or the show after. It's such a fun hobby. Like, I was like, I've never seen the Hunger Games movies. Uh Um, I I tried to watch the first one so many times and always fall asleep. But then I was thinking, like, maybe I'll read the first Hunger Games book and then watch the movie and then see how I feel about it. Yeah, I feel I'm not huge into Hunger Games. It was okay. I saw almost all the movies, but, you know. Um, I did read Gone Girl before I watched the movie, and I loved that book and the movie. I love them both. Same author who wrote Sharp Objects. Yep, yep. Oh, and speaking of Gone Girl, I was listening to A Date with Dateline, and it was that same um, episode that we're talking about where uh, somebody's at my front door. Let me see. This bougie bitch and her ring cam. I don't know who this person is, so sorry about it. Um, yeah, my ring I love my ring cam. It's great. Um anyway, so I was listening to that date with Dateline episode and they were talking about this scuba diver. Like, did the husband do it? Um, because he went off scuba diving with his wife and then she died. And like, did he do it? Did he not do it? And so I ended up telling Ryan last night, I was like, you better hope that nothing ever happens to me because you are prime suspect just first of all just because you're my husband second of all because you're not a super emotional guy like watching gone girl that is how my husband would act in that situation like he'd be like all awkward in front of cameras and think he should smile when he shouldn't like he wouldn't be overly emotional he wouldn't be crying he wouldn't be like you know, he's just a stoic person. And so if anything ever happened to me, people would be like, oh, he's fucking guilty. 1000% he did it. He did it. (laughs) Like he's not crying. He's not on TV pleading for help. Oh, he smiled when he shouldn't have. So I'm like, you better really hope that nothing ever happens to me because you're going to go down. Isn't that weird how Mm -hmm. we always judge people by how they react to these insane situations that it's like, well, you yeah. don't know how you how you would react until you're in that situation either, you yeah. know? And that's what he said. He's like, well, you're not supposed to judge people on that in the court and stuff. I said, oh, I know, but they do. People do. It's just natural that yeah. you would look at someone and say, oh, my God, if I found my wife dead, I would be destroyed. I would be yeah. crying and screaming and, like, trying to do CPR. And, like, your 911 call was like, I think my wife is dead. Like, so even though you're not supposed to judge it, people do. And you'd be so fucked. So fucked. But I always tell him, like, you don't have to kill me. I always say that to him whenever we watch stuff like that. I'm like, you know, you can if you ever don't want to be with me anymore, you can just divorce me. You don't have to kill me. Like, I'll go away. It's fine. You don't have to murder me. That's a lot of cleanup. It's a lot of work. You'll never get away with it. DNA and forensics are too good. That's just divorce fuck- me. That's fucked up that people do that. Like... I when you said that I immediately thought of um his name's Chris. What was that? Um it was a Netflix thing that was all like found footage movie. Uh mm. he like killed his pregnant wife and his two like little kids because he that was, happened like, like fucking... 30 minutes from here. Yeah, yeah, it in was Colorado. in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too. Yeah. Um Chris, goddamn, what was his name? Shanann, Chris and Shanann. I know her name was Shanann. Yeah, she was a hun. Watts. 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 Yes, yes, yes. That's that like, was why? 
fucked up. It There's was always like, another woman. And it's like, that's fine. Just abort. Like, what are you? You think you're Bill Gates? You're a multi-billionaire and that she's going to take all your money. You're some normal dude from down the road. Just fucking file for divorce. I do not understand the process and thinking that that's the best way to go about that. I'm just going to kill them and hope they'll just go away. Like to, th- to think that is crazy. It's so much work. I mean, literally when I got divorced, I got my paperwork online and it was like, I paid 200 bucks. I got a step-by-step thing on how to fill out all my paperwork, printed it out, went to the courthouse, filed it for 200 more dollars and didn't have to show up for court because we both agreed on it. But like, it does not make sense to me. That's insane. So fucked up. Can you imagine trying to like cut up a body and hide it or dispose of it or, you know, the tarps that you would just like that bitch on um, that Netflix show, Unsolved Mysteries, the body in the Mm -hmm. bag. Remember I told you guys to watch that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Where the girl does that to her man. And like she who knows if she had help or not but she used a fucking like kitchen knife and just like slow like and they were even saying in the documentary you know how long that would take to do that to a guy especially a guy that you were fucking like that's it's insane well and what is in your head I thought I had some sick thoughts but I was gonna say like this is probably gonna sound gross but so Ryan went hunting last fall and he got a deer and he brought it home and he like hung it up in the garage and like skinned it and Mm -hmm. did all the things that you have to do with your meat when you get it yourself and I watched a lot of it because I thought it was so interesting and so like you see the blood draining and then you know, you're cutting, the, you're peeling the skin off because you're going to make a pelt out of it and like all of these things. And I'm watching and I'm going, is this how you would do like a human body? Is this how people do stuff like this? Because you can saw through bone and you can quarter it. You can, you know, pull the, the legs off. And like, it, it's crazy to think about that people who murder other people are just treating them like an animal. It's crazy. Yeah. See, I love like And it's a lot of cleanup. It was really messy. Like I'm not I have enough shit to clean. That is too much work. Ugh. Yeah, every time Blair's got, gotten a deer, he just brings it to a butcher because he's not bringing that here. Um, it's just that's that's too much for me. Um It was interesting to me. Um but I just looked at it and was like, "My god, Like if you get a speck of someone's blood or you step in something and you have a footprint, like there's a million things like this is not the seventies or the eighties anymore. You're not going to fucking get away with it. It's just so much work and it makes it. And there's cameras everywhere. Like you can't go anywhere without being on camera. You can't go to fucking Home Depot and buy a hacksaw and tarps and all the shit you're going to need. And then think that you're not going to get fucking busted on camera checking out like with your credit card like (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so stupid like if anything just don't kill people because it's a lot of cleanup and you're not going to get away with it it's a lot of work I agree and because it's literally a horrible insane thing to do but (laughs) it's it's crazy to me because I like love horror movies I love gore Mm -hmm. that's why I love terrifier so much I love the -the over-the-top gore but when I think about like 
like the real life it like makes my stomach hurt yeah. so much I it's like the same way it's, uh, I feel the same way um okay <laughs> we'll move on to uh where did we how did we get there <laughs> um sharp objects gone oh. girl books and telling my husband not to murder me <laughs> um okay Jax from Vanderpump Rules telling Sandoval he's the number one guy in the group. Uh, one of the best yes. moments ever. Sandoval is like talking about his band or something. And then J- and then Jax is like, stop talking about your fucking stupid band, man. Like nobody cares. And then Sandoval's going on a huge rant about like how Schwartz has had a bad day or something. I don't know. And then Jax is like, <sighs> You need to stop like you're the you need to stop acting like you're the number one guy in the group, man. I'm the number one guy in this group. And I'm then Justin ja- Timberlake. And then ja- and then uh Sandoval's like, Are you fucking kidding me, Jax? It's just like such a fucking hilarious moment. And um, I can't wait to get into the show. I'm I lo- so fucking I excited. love Jax Taylor so much. I love it. All right. Here's um my last one. Do you have another one or this one's my last one. Yeah, I have a bunch more, but I okay. can narrow it so down. I'm gonna, to one. I'm gonna end on a still shitty but like more lighthearted note. And that is going to be Catfish season eight, episode 32. It is the one that we talked about where the mom was catfish. Like she met this kid on Xbox like 10, 15 years before. And had this whole like romance conversation with him, was sending him photos and nudes and all kinds of shit of his, of her fucking daughter, of her daughter. That was so fucked up. It is the most fucked up thing. And I do not think it's fake. It did not seem fake at all. Like that's, if, if that episode was fake, then everyone deserves a fucking you know award what what do they do for tv emmys yeah i I agree holy shit the revelation of that was insane the daughter knew about it and then she was saying that like while she was sleeping her mom was like sneaking into her room and going through her cell phone and taking photos like sending photos to herself she had sent like nudes and all kinds of stuff to this guy i don't know if i could ever speak to my mother again that's the mom should like go to jail for that i'm sorry that's sick i don't know why i said this was ending on a high note it's definitely not (laughs) (laughs) that that was shocking and depressing because i remember you were like you need to watch this episode and then i I was like don't watch any trailers don't read anything about it just turn it on so i did and and i'm watching the whole time i'm thinking what's so what's so crazy about this and when it happened i was like what am i watching this is i was begging you to like film yourself doing a reaction you didn't do it i wish you would have (laughs) oh my god catfish is wild man it's been so bad for like five seasons i don't know why they're still doing it it's awful yeah it's mtv drags their shows on for too long this this as is long like as a no they thing. have like seven people watching every week they will keep that shit rolling yeah mtv likes to keep the same formula like uh i listened to juliet from siesta key i listened to her like do some podcast and she was talking about it and she's like that's why our show is so similar to the hills and like this show is similar mm-hmm. to this show on mtv like mtv likes to keep what works yeah so well and 
Yeah. And, and for something like catfish, I mean, that's got to cost like nothing to make, especially during the pandemic when they weren't even flying anywhere. They were doing all those episodes on like Zoom meetings. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, what do they need? One or two camera people, even Cammy and some dumb kid that just wants to be on MTV. Well, sometimes they fly like to gift card places, but most yeah, but of the time it's in the, it's in the U.S. So it's not yeah. like they're taking international flights. Didn't they go to the yeah. U.K. the one time when the guy thought they... he was like dating Katy Perry? <laughs> yes. I listened to I re-listened to Amanda and Jody's episode on oh, that not too long ago because I think on. you I think you brought that up. But yeah, and he refused to believe it when the girl like met him and was like, "No, it's me. I'm not Katy Perry. Clearly, I catfished you." And he was like. Did Katie put you up to this? What's happening? Tell Katie that I want to talk to her. That's sad. What a fucking weirdo. That's sad. Ugh. The delusion. Yeah, I don't know why I said that was going to be a, more of a fun ending, but hopefully you can bring us back up to take us out. <laughs> of course I can. Um, okay, so my next one is another Vanderpump moment, of course. These are just like whatever came to my head. And then I have a bunch of like housewives moments, but... Um, for Vanderpump, it's when Jax almost drowned at Big Bear, I think the, the place is called. So they're in Big Bear Lake or whatever, California. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess the altitude is different. So at yeah. first, Jax in the morning, he gets up and he wants to work out like first thing in the morning. So he goes on a run. And then he's come back and he's like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I could barely run like at home. I do way more than this. Mm -hmm. And then it was it was Sheena's boyfriend's house who it was. And he was like, yeah, I'm telling you, man, like, it's crazy up here. Like, you got to be careful. And then Jax goes to jump in the lake and he wants to swim to one side of the lake and come back. And halfway there, he stops and he's just like swimming. And then he looks at the lifeguard or whatever. And he just goes, you can come help me if you want. <laughs> And then the lifeguard's like, uh, is he fucking with me? And then Sheena's boyfriend's like, no, no, no. I think he's being serious, man. So the lifeguard and Sheena's boyfriend have to like go save Jack. He's oh like, come God. help, come help, come help. <laughs> and then everyone's reaction after is like, oh my God, Jack's almost just drowned. And then Sheena's like, don't laugh, guys. Like someone almost died. <laughs> Such a funny Love moment. it. I feel like you just got me so stoked on VPR in this episode. Mm. Like this was a long trailer of all of all the reasons oh, why I should I be could, watching I Vanderpump. Could, I could go on and on. Obviously, like the it's not about <laughs> the pasta fight is iconic. Like there's just so many good moments. Because um, all those like every episode has good moments. That's the thing about Vanderpump. It doesn't drag out like so much stuff okay. happens in every episode um but for I just have like so many housewives moments like obviously Dorinda like I cooked I cleaned I made it nice like clip yes. clip <laughs> I'd rather shoot my left leg off than be a part of tipsy girl like just anytime Dorinda drinks <laughs> uh Portia dragging Kenya to the ground at the reunion like Countess Luann like you wouldn't be upset if you woke up and there was a strange man in your room. Luann's like, not really. <laughs> uh, anytime Nini Leaks has ever reacted to anything, like her reaction. Oh my God, she's incredible. so funny. 
when when yes. she goes to see Kim and Candy on tour and Kim singing uh, the rig didn't mean a thing, she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then Nini's reaction is just so fucking funny. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. We'll have to, we'll definitely have to do another episode. Cause I just realized I didn't put any 90 day fiance in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't put any love after lockup in there. Like all my super classy shows that I love to watch. We'll absolutely have to do this again. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Maybe we could do like a monthly, like the best, the best moments in, in uh, TV and movies this month. That'd be kind of fun. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause there's so many, oh, there's like that. award show moments and stuff. Mm-hmm um when Kanye just interrupted best pop culture Swift. moments in general just any we, we can do like the top five Kanye moments <laughs> yes oh god now I'm gonna get another review well maybe not if it's on Patreon but the last time we talked about Kanye I got a review on uh how I'm some white woman obsessing over Kanye and whatever um George Bush doesn't care about black people. That's all mm-hmm. I have to say. Yeah. On that note, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> that was thank so you much guys fun. for subscribing to our Patreon. We are going to be putting out so much fun content like this, just kind of getting to know us and our opinions on things and the things that we cannot say on the free feed that we can openly discuss here. So thank you for subscribing. Tell your friends and uh We'll see you next time. And always like reach out to us and let us know what you guys want to hear too, because we're open for suggestions. If you guys have any episode ideas or anything for us. Absolutely. You can send them up to us on Instagram at resting bitch pod and find Justine at the shore store podcast. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye bitches.